was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Barron. <laughs> How you doing? Today is a great day. Good. I'm doing good. Good. Listen, I want to talk a little bit about registration once again. Okay. I know we talked about that last week. Well, it's important. Um, well, it's important to us. Yes. But um, I just, I got to talk on just, just touch on it again because okay. it's going so great. It is going Things great. are going so well. We have we have nearly 2,500 wow. athletes that have registered already. And we're only a couple of weeks into I this know. thing. So things are going really well. It's exciting. It is exciting. It's worth noting that while we have plenty of room yeah. in the majority of our sports, yes. I will say bowling is already closed. Yeah, sorry. That one filled up super, super fast. And others are on their Wasn't way. Wasn't it about 30 minutes? Yeah. Like we opened <laughs> at midnight and by 1227 a.m. Yes. Bowling was filled up. Yeah. But our other sports still have room, including pickleball. There's still room in pickleball. But the best time to register is early. Yes. So now now is the time to get it done. Registering early will not only secure your spot in the games, which is important, even in sports that might fill up. (laughs) Right? Which is important. Um, It gives you a goal to work towards. Mm -hmm. And that's really the magic of what this event is all about. The Huntsman World Senior Games is more than just a two-week sporting event that takes place every October (laughs) in St. George, Utah. I mean, of course, that's what we are. That's what we do. And after 35 years of putting on the event and tens of thousands of participants... Um, I, I'd say we do it fairly well. Oh, like yeah. we've got some room for improvement. We all we all do, but I think we do it pretty oh, well. Oh, I think we do a great job. We do. Come on, we do. <laughs> we right? Do. We do. False modesty here. We're excellent. <laughs> we we're, we're are amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great, great event. But more than that, if you get yourself to signed up today, you can use this event to motivate you yeah. to meet your health and wellness goals throughout the whole year. Let yeah. it be your drive to get up in the morning, head to the pool. Maybe work on some of your swimming technique if you need a little help yeah. there, which, again, we all have room for improvement. Yeah. You could grab your doubles partner and spend mm-hmm. some time at the pickleball courts or the bocce court. Yes. Racquetball, yes. tennis, all of whatever them. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you could grab your basketball team and go down to the YMCA gym and perfect some of those plays. Mm-hmm. The games can be a driver for all of that and mm-hmm. more. And while you're preparing for your sport in October, take some time and peruse our website. Oh, yeah. We have got some great wellness blog posts and excellent information about what to eat and mm-hmm. how to stay active and how to train, all kinds of great stuff there. Keep an eye out for our annual Time Out magazine, which oh. we're just putting the yes. finishing touches on yes. now, and it'll be sent out in the next couple of weeks. Same kind of information, mm-hmm. great health and wellness, active aging information, as well as details on all the sports that yeah. we offer at the World Senior Games. And maybe best of all, if you haven't already subscribed to this show, <laughs> right now's a good time to do that. Yeah, You can find it wherever you find your favorite podcast. Just do a search for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life mm-hmm. and then subscribe to me. Make sure and be sure that you don't miss an informative and inspiring episode. And Lil, speaking of inspiring, <laughs> right today... We will be talking with Andrea Poulton. Andrea is a certified health coach in a variety of different areas, 
but specifically with adults and seniors. She's also a runner, Mm -hmm. but she is a runner with a particularly difficult challenge. Andrea was diagnosed in 2007 with multiple sclerosis. At the same time, she found out she was pregnant with her third child. Mm -hmm. Wow. Andrea, welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. This is fun to be here. I'm excited. Seven years and I can register. So you're almost (laughs) there. It's just around the corner. I'm going to tell you, it goes really fast. Yes, it it comes really fast. I started working with the games. I was 34 and I felt like 50 was just was I mean it was I was inspired it, I was amazed I loved it I was but I just felt like it was so far away <laughs> I'm 49 this year so next Ooh. year will be my first year and man I'm perusing the oh, website yeah. I'm looking at the sports I'm looking at the list I'm making sure I'm going to be ready to go next year yep. when I hit 50 and uh and I'm ready to compete so uh, it, it's gonna come it's gonna come <laughs> there's lots to there's 36 yeah, events. A ton of like, different sports. yeah I kind of want to do all 36 <laughs> so our sports director Rosie has a goal to do 30 sports in 30 years oh, yeah. and he's checking them off and uh, I don't know what he's choosing this year do you yeah, know what he's doing I this don't year? know what he's we'll have doing. to have him on one of the yeah. shows we've had him on and he's talked about some of his experiences including my rugby I was just gonna say rugby That's <laughs> mountain my biking where yeah, he put on a football yeah. helmet and did the downhill <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's had a lot of fun with he that. Has. We'll have to find out what he's doing this year. But but Andrea, for those of us who don't live with this every day, tell us just a little bit about multiple sclerosis. What is it? How does it affect you? Um, just give us an overview. Well, my immune system is so good that it's attacking itself. <laughs> it's a little too oh, good, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it is, yes, the myelin sheath I eat away at and... There are some that live in constant pain and some no pain. Like mm. I have more numbness. My diagnosis okay. came when I like couldn't pick up my child. I just couldn't reach down to tell my hands, grab the child. Like even if you said, oh, touch wow. your nose, I'm trying to tell my finger to touch my nose and the message can't get there. Oh. So those are kind of some, some of the symptoms that yeah. you're dealing with. But. The benefit is it is relapse remitting. So there's different kinds. There's progressive, which it's just constant down here. Mine is relapse remitting, which is a bonus just because it's a roller coaster. So it has its ups, but then it has its downs. Yeah, and the downs are bad, but then you appreciate the ups, I would suspect. Correct. It is blessing in disguise (laughs) because to experience the downs, it makes you more grateful for the small little things that yeah. I think sometimes you just yeah take for granted. Well, oh. and you know, I mean, we, we hear that and maybe even sometimes we experience that and sometimes it becomes a cliche and maybe even trite, but it is true. It is true. The hard times make the better times better. Now, that doesn't mean that we want to seek hard times necessarily, but the hard times do make the better times that much better have you found that to be true in your life yes yeah. very much so because it's not it's something that is right there in front of my face unable to do things and i just tend to like to prove that wrong <laughs> and i want to get into that just a little bit so 2007 <laughs> you you have this you you know something's not right like you're telling yourself i need to pick up my child you're not able to do it you know something's not right you go in you find out that you have this disease, multiple sclerosis. I'm sure there's a, a shock factor to that. There's um, all the emotional, you know, like you said, the roller coaster of what does that mean and what is it going to mean to me personally? All of that, I'm sure, hits you. But then at about that time, and you're also pregnant too, which, you know, 
double whammy, right? Double whammy. But then at about that time, you're like, I guess I'm going to become a marathon runner. Like, talk a little bit about how that happened. Okay, so upon the diagnosis, it was a blessing to be pregnant because guess what? Yeah, no meds. I can't just run to the doctor and get the medication. And so it was so good for me to 100%. I'd always been a health nut in my life. But to honestly take it seriously, like my body's in charge. I have another little body inside of me, and I just knew nutrition was the way to go. So it was about five years that I just threw diet and nutrition and, yes, having some more children (laughs) against my neurologist wishes. Um, Kind of bore the children, and then I went to various neurologists and – was enjoying the pathway medically and nutritionally, but medically I just felt neurology is such a wide open field. It has so many diseases, and I just thought, you know, I really want someone 100% specific with MS. Yeah. So I went up north um, 300 miles Mm -hmm. to find an MS specialist who had been in the field for 40-plus years, and he looked at my MRI before me walking in and was dumbfounded, shocked that I walked into his office. Really? He just really thought by my MRI, I have a lesion on my spinal column from end to end. Like there's no way messages can travel and he just was... And yet somehow they do. (laughs) Somehow they do. (laughs) So yes, that's what I just want to preach that our bodies are our own bodies and as nice as it is and beneficial yes doctors are blessings they have more knowledge and they've gone and got credentials to help with our diseases but i really want to preach that our bodies are our own bodies and we know them best yeah Mm. which is great advice yeah yeah and sometimes um it's easy to forget that you get in a doctor's office and and again, well-meaning, well-intentioned, but a diagnosis or a prescription is made. And sometimes I think our tendency might just be to say, well, okay, you're the doctor. Yeah. And that doesn't sound right to me, but you're the doctor. And yeah. and I'm not saying take your doctor's advice and wind it up into a little ball and throw it away. <laughs> no, I'm certainly no, not no. saying that. Of course, you're going to consult and, and, you know, make mm-hmm. sure that you're uh, on the same page going forward. But I love this advice. Yeah. That you got to listen to yourself. Your body is yeah. your body. You know it the best. Yeah, I love that. So, so you're 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 figuring this thing out a little bit. Obviously, you've worked through some tremendous challenges. When and how did the running come into it? Hmm. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, I didn't quite get to no, 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 that's that fine. piece of yeah, it. So he just looked at me and said, "You know what? I, due to my knowledge of seeing the course of this disease, I give you about six months of walking." Just to give you a heads up so you're aware of the trajectory. Now, of this your was life. in 2007. Okay, so this was about five years later. Okay, it was 2012. So 2012. Okay, okay. 2012. Yeah. Which is still, if I'm counting in my head right, that's 11 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, yes, December of 2012. And it just so happened, my friend from Colorado, right after leaving that appointment, called me and was just like hey Andrea I'm just so curious there's because it's in Utah that's where I live and she's just like I'm curious if you want to run this marathon with me and I'm like marathon I've never run a marathon when is it she's like in six months and here's six months six months I'm like 
Wait, I just yeah, started yeah, bawling. I just and found was like, out that wait. I'm not going to be walking in six months. <laughs> exactly. Not wow. walking. And you're asking me to run a marathon? I was not a runner. Mm-hmm. I just I played softball in high school and stuff. And I was always the slow peon runner. <laughs> so I was petrified. But I thought, you know what? This is meant to be. I think this is a tender mercy from the Lord and sign me up. So wow. that was the start of my running. And then as I got into running, you kind of look at books and you're either a runner or you're a Boston qualifier. A mm-hmm. runner or a Boston qualifier. And I'm I, I think there are a couple of other categories out there. <laughs> yeah, it's not black and white, I know. <laughs> Those are two important ones. Those are great ones, but there might be a couple of other categories out there. <laughs> There's lots of different categories. And just to have any sort of completion of yeah, running. Absolutely, right. absolutely, <laughs> right. yeah. So I just went for the goal to then be a Boston qualifier. For that first race or was this for subsequent races? So, yeah, I didn't do it the first race. Okay, which, I mean, come on, like, just the fact (laughs) that you were even able to do it with everything that you dealt with and that you've been told, you've been told that you have six months (laughs) to walk, and then six months later, you're on the starting line (laughs) for a marathon. So that's amazing. That's amazing. But then you say, well, there's more. There's more. I can do more. How did you reach that conclusion? I just thought I want to and then some. I just wanted to kind of go the extra mile. And so actually my cute husband was like, well, hey, I want to run a marathon with you. And I'm like, okay, can you help me Boston qualify? So it was him who helped me. I mean, we didn't run together, but that's when I did Boston qualify. Because he was way behind you. (laughs) (laughs) He was like way back there. (laughs) No, that is awesome. That's our story. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of us that don't know, how fast do you have to run a marathon to qualify for Boston? So it's done by the different age groups. Um, And so it's because I was, again, younger then. So I had to have a quicker time (laughs) than I do now. Times, though, the greatest tender mercy in my story is my Boston time when I ran it in 2015, and I ended in 3.33 with zero, zero seconds. Like, majority of the time, there's just seconds. Yeah, of course there is. You're running for 26 miles. Like, the chance of getting exactly is (laughs) slim, right? And I'm like obsessed with numbers. Oh, so three, 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 zero, wow. zero seconds. That's my. So you say time, and all I can think of is three, 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 zero, yeah. zero seconds. Wow, that is amazing. Wow. So you qualified. Now, did you qualify at the St. George Marathon? Correct. Okay, so yes. so that's that's a race that happens right yeah. here mm-hmm. in our hometown, and a lot of people from outside of town might mm-hmm. uh, have have asked. You know, are you the same event? We're not. Nope. Uh, the city of St. George hosts that event. It's an amazing marathon. Oh, yeah. They do an incredible job. Very organized. It's a very mm-hmm. popular uh, marathon. Very popular race. It's a different event mm-hmm. from ours, but it happens to happen on the same weekend that we begin <laughs> yes, our check-in. So we're very closely tied and great mm-hmm. friends with all the staff, yeah. and you know we work together in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, so you so you qualified at St. George. Yeah. Now, did you go immediately? Was it the next year that you ran Boston? It has to be that way, right? You can't qualify and then wait three or four years. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. So talk about wow. the Boston experience. Oh, it was epic. It is just because I mean, St. George is awesome. And there's a lot of um, you have lots of people on yeah, the side. Yeah, seven, seven to 8,000 runners uh-huh. and lots of fans and things like that. But I know 
Boston is like the it's ground zero for marathons. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. yeah. The year I did it was one of the years it had high high winds rained the entire mm. time. So I just my heart went out to those that had to stand there and watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the runners. We have the easy road. We get to be moving here. And oh. the spectators are just that is not what standing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So you're there on the day uh, of Boston. It's raining. It's cold. Um, like you've, at some point, you have to ask yourself, what am I doing? This is crazy. Or no. <laughs> Yes, obviously, <laughs> like this whole thing of is it didn't seem real. Yeah, yeah. surreal. Uh, yeah. It was surreal. So the the pistol goes off, the horn blows, the whistle blows. How do they start the Boston Marathon? Yeah, it is fun to have the actual pistol. Okay, so it's oh. a pistol start. It's not it's very mar- traditional. Yeah, marathons are not always like that. Mm-hmm. So to have the actual pistol was kind cool. of a, kind of a fun experience. <laughs> wow. And then you're off and you're running and it's cold and windy. What's going through your mind for this this whole thing? You you've been on this, as you said, this roller coaster journey of a diagnosis, additional children, um, a, a challenge from a friend to run a marathon where you were not a runner before, and here you are really kind of at the pinnacle of running. Really, yeah. I mean, it's the Boston Marathon. Yeah. What's going through your mind as you're mm-hmm. running twenty six point one miles? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Is epic. It really was. It felt, it felt good that I wasn't allowing the thoughts of I can't, I can't, the negative thoughts mm-hmm. of my weight. If I focused on the lesion in my brain, or if I focused on any negative things, I don't think I could have done it. Mm. So, so you just found a way to move beyond that, and away we go. Mm-hmm. Just keep running, just keep running <laughs> like uh, Dory, right? <laughs> so let's let's back up a little bit from the running and let's let's talk about MS for just a little bit. What do you think are the life lessons that multiple sclerosis have taught you that maybe could apply to other people who aren't dealing with the exact same problem but have challenges of their own like we all do? Well, my favorite quote I like to live by is, Life is hard, but I can do hard things. Yeah. And I guess I just feel now with MS added to my life, life with MS is hard, but I can, life with MS is particularly hard, but I can do particularly hard things. Yeah. That's great. Which, which is so true. And, yeah. I, and I love it. And um, again, it's one of those things where it's easy to say, but hard to do. Oh, yeah. But you're finding a way to do it. Now, are you still running? Are you still doing marathons? So that I just have committed to do St. George every year because I really like I'm mm-hmm. up to my ninth one in St. George. Wow. And then I do. It's a Polton family commandment that when they turn 13, they have to run 13. So we do, <laughs> so a, you do half a half marathon, marathon and then they choose because now they have their agency yeah. <laughs> at 16 to choose if they want to or don't want to run a marathon. But at so, 13, all your kids are doing a half marathon with you. Yeah. And do they, um, do, do you do local ones or do you travel to do those or a mixture? Or, yeah, yeah, let them choose because I want, if they run the marathon, I want it to be in St. George, yeah. just that I do that one every year. Yeah. So wow. the marathon will be St. George, but the half they can choose. They can choose. And so you probably have some amazing experiences with your kids. Yes. Yes, it is. And it they've is. had, whether they'll admit it or not as teenagers, 
which they may not, or maybe they will, I don't know, but they've had some amazing experiences with their mom, too. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty cool. That's a memory that they will always have. Absolutely. It's fun for them yeah. to look back and laugh yeah. at it, because as they know, when you're in it, your mom's a Nazi. Wait, we don't <laughs> right. really have to continue. The training is very memorable. <laughs> so how many of your kids have done it? So four of the five. Oh, well, wow. one, you know what? Today... My um, fourth child, we just started training today because oh. hers will be on Memorial Day, oh, May 29th wow. in Laguna Hills. Oh, <laughs> Well, that is awesome. That is what fun. an incredible tradition. Yeah. I love that. I think that's fantastic. Now, multiple sclerosis, it's a, it, it's a chronic disease. Um, what advice do you have for somebody who gets this bomb dropped on them, whether it's MS or it's something else, it's cancer, it's heart disease, whatever it is. What advice do you have for somebody who's all of a sudden given, delivered this, this bad news of you got a chronic illness? I think what's important is to not allow the disease to define you. You've got to think of all your other accomplishments of, you know, like I'm a mother, I'm a runner. I might just think of all the things you are positively in your life. Oh, yeah. And. I happen to have MS. Mm. So it is, it's not in the driver's seat, but it's in the vehicle, right? Yeah. You can't pretend like it's yeah. not there, but yeah, you still get to control what it is that you're working towards and the goals that you have. And like you said, your body's your own, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're your own pharmacy. You produce all your medications and everything your body needs. And I do think it is priority to just keep it active keep mm-hmm. it going and you know best in what way shape and form that is and and we kind of feel the same way yeah. about that around yeah. here you know and that's one of the things you mentioned at the beginning we do offer 36 different yes. sports at the world senior games and so there's this wide variety of ways to get involved and to be involved and as mm-hmm. i said in the introduction you can use this event as that that driver mm-hmm. or that goal or that you know that thing that's out there that you're trying to reach you know the the, the top of the mountain that we're all striving for um I'm, I'm assuming in seven years that you'll want to compete in the world senior games maybe that's yes, a yes, maybe that's a yes. big assumption but <laughs> no. so do you think you'll continue to run or will you pick something else I mean you've looked at the list of sports I know I looked because there's I saw there's active walking there's Race walking, race walking, walking. Power, and power, power walking. walking. Yeah, and then that you did have a road run mm-hmm. and we a do. trail run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, whoa, see, there's we've got a ton of running opportunities. <laughs> yeah, but then I thought, how cool to just use some other movements in my body to do. Yeah. Yes, some rifle. What oh, is the yeah. gun yeah, shooting? shooting gun yeah, sports. I'm like, but just to kind of make sure. Every part of my body yeah. gets used. Yeah. Well, and again, again, that's one of the beautiful things yeah. about the World Senior Games. Um, many athletes do come and they have their first sport, their specialty sport, whatever that mm-hmm. is, it's softball or maybe it's golf or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they'll pick up a secondary sport, maybe just as an experiment to try it. Right. Or, or maybe for, you know, another reason. I mm-hmm. My knees are getting you know, worn out on the running side, but maybe I could cycle or maybe I could swim or maybe I could do a triathlon with a team or whatever. (laughs) And so we we just love being a part of offering that to so many people from around the world, around the United States, um, different countries that come and get to participate in uh, so many just wonderful, wonderful events and wonderful yeah. opportunities. Yeah. So awesome. Well, we've got about a minute left. Uh, what's, the, what's the last advice that you would share? Things that you've, th- something you've learned in your life that everybody just needs to know? 
Well, the number one thing, and I know everyone has different viewpoints on this, but with God, all things are possible. And I just like personally involving God or whoever it is in your life to, again, you're in charge of your own body and let God be there. And together Mm -hmm. you can master all difficulties and triumph. Awesome. I I love that. that. I do too. I love that. Well, we're wishing you the very yes, best very in your, in your so. next upcoming races with your kids. Yes. Uh, good <laughs> luck in the training. Awesome. That's going to be fun. And uh, in seven years, we're fully yes. expecting to see you here at the games. <laughs> I know we'll have an opportunity to interact between now yes. and then, but we're looking forward yeah. to uh, having you come back and be a part of our event yes, in a few years. Yes, we would years. love that. Well, thank you. I'm excited because <laughs> you want the second chapter of your life to be as <laughs> grand or greater than the first. So that's that's right. thank you for making that possible. Well, that is us. the goal. That is the goal. Awesome. Well, thank yes, you, Andrea. thank you. Thank you. So just a couple of quick reminders. I talked about it at the beginning of the show, Mm -hmm. but now it really is the time to register. Now is the best time. You can do that as well as find all of our schedules, rules, frequently asked questions. All of that's available Mm -hmm. at SeniorGames.net. Be sure to take full advantage of the early bird pricing, Mm -hmm. which is in effect until August 1st. So you've got some time, but then some of our sports fill up early. So now is the time to (laughs) register. Remember to tune in live uh, next, as well as every Thursday at 5.30 mm-hmm. p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and as I said at the beginning of the show, you can subscribe pretty much anywhere mm-hmm. where podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can do that very easily on your iPhone by just scrolling down to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and then hitting some stars there. Yeah. Preferably five. Yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you can also find this in previous shows right on our website at SeniorGames.net, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Today's inspirational thought. Okay. This is a good one. It's easier to go down a hill than up it, but the view is much better at the top. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.